Welcome to hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Uh, we will have an after show today on Facebook at some point. You can watch it uh, live or you can watch it uh, at your leisure. Uh, we have a lot of headlines that we get to every day. We don't get to all of them. And we've had some requests for people to say, uh, you know, you didn't weigh in on this. You didn't weigh in on this. And I'm like, well, I had it, but I just didn't have time to get to it. So we're going to try every day to uh, do an after show. Probably won't be possible every day, but we'll do our best to do that. Check it out on Facebook. It'll also be on uh, Twitter under my uh, Twitter handle, which is at Hools. This is a very sad, sad thing. Um, a businessman yesterday from central Ohio was uh, taking uh, flight lessons at the London airport, uh, Madison County, and uh, probably uh, with wind or something uh, playing havoc with the uh, Cessna 172 airplane, uh, caused a crash that killed both the businessman and his instructor. Very sad. Uh, The businessman leaves behind three daughters. Oh, this is heartbreaking. Ages three, six, and nine. Man. That's a crusher. Those age spreads are almost exactly the same as uh, my own family. So my deepest, deepest uh, sympathy uh, goes out to uh, this man's family, uh, who was a hotel manager uh, in the city of Columbus and uh, said they were just doing general maneuvers, nothing drastic. All the things you'd expect a student pilot to be doing, they were doing low and slow turns and banks, nothing out of the ordinary. So... uh, yeah, very, very sad story. Now, what is also sad to me is the struggle that Republican politicians appear to be having with the issue of abortion. Abortion is credited as being the factor that led to Republicans not winning midterm elections to the degree that we anticipated in November, given the feckless impotent, deplorable record of the Biden administration through its first two years in office. Remember, we thought we were going to have a red wave. We barely had a red ripple. We took the House back, and that's important because we now have oversight. and We can make Hunter Biden's life really uncomfortable and hopefully eventually Joe Biden's life really uncomfortable. But we didn't take the Senate. And the reason given was because of Abortion and the overturn of Roe versus Wade. And again, I will be fine with that being the outgrowth of the overturn of Roe versus Wade. But if it continues and if it causes Republicans to get stupid on abortion after it took us 50 years to finally overturn Roe versus Wade, well, then that will be just a signal of how inept and incompetent and illiterate the Republican Party is on an issue that it long ago should have thought out a smart way to position itself. I mean, after all, if you believe that life begins at conception, then you ought to be able to articulate that argument within the framework of winning people to your side. If you can't, and it appears that a lot of Republican candidates can't because... How many of them now appear to be ready to bail on one of two things? A, the fact that life begins at conception. And anybody who says, oh, well, you know, I think we ought to have a 20-week abortion ban. Anything after 20 weeks. No. No. Life begins at conception. And the other aspect that they're whiffing on is 
a national law for abortion. No. No. We need to stand on the Constitution and to stand on the Supreme Court decision that we just got last summer, which said the issue goes back to the states. And you say, well, aren't you giving up? Because you know New York and California and New Jersey and some woke states will never, ever stop abortion. Okay, fine. Force people to take a stand. But I rarely think like a Californian on most anything. And I would rather have the ability as an Ohioan to outlaw abortion here, which we have, if the heartbeat bill was ever not blocked by a Cincinnati common police court judge. I would rather have the ability to end abortion here and have California just openly advertise how deep their bloodlust is for the mutilation and dismemberment of children. Make them own it. Make them own it in this life and the next. And it took first-time presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy to artfully and eloquently offer a master class in how the Republicans should position themselves on abortion. He was on this morning with Dana Perino and Bill Hemmer on Fox. Listen to how smartly and logically, and if you have the truth on your side, you should always be able to argue your merits of your point logically. Listen how artfully and logically Vivek Ramaswamy makes the point with Dana Perino on abortion. On one hand, I am unapologetically pro-life. In fact, I've been a leading advocate of getting Roe versus Wade overturned. That was the correct decision. On the other hand, as a pro-life person, I do think that abortion is a form of murder. But if you think that murder isn't regulated by the federal government, murder is done by state statutes. That's how the Constitution works. And so for those reasons, because I view abortion as a form of murder, because I believe in the Constitution, because I believe Roe was wrongly decided, this is an issue for the states. But I also think that that's why states should adopt a pro-life stance. And what I think is more Americans are pro-life than will admit it. Clarence Thomas famously brought up the case of a woman walking down the street, pregnant woman, assaulted, fetus dies as a consequence. There isn't a person in this country that thinks that person should not be held liable. That tells me most of us are actually pro-life, even if we don't, even if people don't but admit would it. Would you make an exception for rape, incest, or the health of the mother? Health of the mother is an automatic exception because that's still part of being pro-life. So absolutely. Now. The left is very good at trying to find little tiny holes in arguments and position the exception as the rule. He leaves them no room to do that there because he makes a very airtight argument. Equating, as we all do, abortion to murder and saying, well, why do we need a nationalistic position on abortion? We don't have it on murder. There are not federal murder statutes. There are local murder statutes. There are state murder statutes. So if you're going to regulate murder at the state level, then why wouldn't you regulate abortion at the state level? Because abortion is murder. Awesome job by Vivek Ramaswamy. And he uses the whole rape, incest, life of the mother thing as to say, well, you know, it's okay to defend the life of the mother because life is precious and we guard life. Okay. So the master class continued as Vivek Ramaswamy continued making his point that apparently he is the only Republican capable of doing so. I want to be very clear about this. This is not an answer for the president, because I think the federal government should be out of this. But if you're a governor or you're dealing with this in the states, I can share with you my opinion on it. 
if life ends, right, when do brain waves end? That's how we determine when life ends on the back end. I think we should apply a consistent principle on the front end. That's around the six-week mark that brain waves do begin. So I think that's the right way to think about the issue at the state level. But on constitutional grounds, I've been very clear, this issue belongs to the states, just like murder is regulated by the states. Again, phenomenal job arguing his point on logical grounds. He didn't bring up the Bible, did he? No, he didn't. Which, by the way, it's a fallacy to say... You can't bring up the Bible if you're making an argument. Why not? Why can't you? Oh, because they won't listen to me, Bruce. They they say, I don't believe in the Bible. You can't bring up the Bible. Well, they bring up arguments to me based on things I don't believe in. Why do they get to bring up things that I don't believe in as the foundation for their argument? Shouldn't I get to bring up things they don't believe in as the foundation for my argument? I mean, if they're going to do it, why can't I do it? Particularly if we argue that, as we did yesterday... God is the arbiter of all truth. So I've been very, 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 very impressed with Vivek Ramaswamy. He's not going to run and win for president, but Vivek Ramaswamy performs a very useful task in this campaign for president. In that, he's interviewed by a lot of people. He gets a lot of ideas out there. The man is in his 30s. He doesn't really expect to win the Republican nomination for president this time. But that kind of enthusiasm, that kind of certainty, that kind of comfort, that kind of brain power is exactly what could go onto a college campus and get into an interchange with someone who is vehemently pro-abortion and could make them think about the logic or lack of it, in the abortion argument. And we need to, as Ron DeSantis has said, leadership is owning a position, staking out a position, and then convincing other people to adopt your position. Leadership is not saying, I'm going to wet my finger here and I'm going to hold it up and go, where's the American electorate on abortion? Oh, wow. 51% of them? favor abortion after 20 weeks okay that's my position that's not leadership but that appears to be what some of the candidates not just trump tim scott nikki haley it appears to be what most of them are doing what can i say to help me get elected no a leader casts a vision and wins people to his side I spent a fair amount of the uh, first hour of the show talking about school choice and how it is uh, being (laughs) opposed at every level by every teacher's union and uh, major city school district in the state of Ohio that's in a big city. And we had Yitz Frankie on the show yesterday, who was a school choice advocate, and he said he thinks we're going to get expanded school choice in July. I uh, said to him, I'm not as optimistic as he is, and one of the reasons why I'm not optimistic is because Jason Stevens is the Speaker of the Ohio House instead of Derek Maron. I received a text um, a while ago on my phone during the Today Show from one of my uh, Tiger Moms fighting for school choice in Ohio in her local school district and everywhere else. Uh, She says that she and her uh, fellow patriots uh, joined with the Americans for Prosperity to deliver to 
Jason Stevens' office at the State House a collection of cards that parents and students wrote on expressing why they want school choice, expansion of ed choice, backpack bill, however you want to frame it, that they want that in Ohio. They go down to the state house. They go to Jason Stevens' office. Now, you figure a Republican, man of the people, right? Speaker of the house. He's certainly going to come out and greet them and thank them and make some non-committal statement. No, 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 no. He didn't even come out to say hello. That is why I am not as optimistic as Yitz Frank about getting school choice in the state of Ohio. Uh, You will not see anything in the dispatch that is pro-school choice. You will not see anything in the dispatch that is pro-Republican. And I just gave... Uh, you the opportunity in the last segment to hear Vivek Ramaswamy, who is from Columbus, by the way, lives in suburban Columbus, offer a master class in how Republican presidential candidates should position their position on abortion. Say that life begins at conception. Brain waves are determined at six weeks. We rule people dead and unable to be uh, restored to life if they're on life support, when their brain activity ceases. So six weeks seems like a good time for an abortion ban. When the heartbeat is detected, it's when brain waves are detected, life begins at conception. That is your position. And he makes some other smart points, too. So he's a dangerous candidate in the eyes of Democrats because he's got ideas and he knows how to articulate his ideas, and he does it with passion. So Vivek Ramaswamy is Exhibit A of a Phenomenon that will apply to anyone who appears on a Republican ticket of any sort. It will apply to Bernie Moreno should he run against Sherrod Brown. It'll apply even to Matt Dolan, who is a fake Republican and is not worthy of your vote. It will apply to Frank LaRose if he wins the Senate nomination for 2024. It will most assuredly apply to Vivek Ramaswamy or Tim Scott or Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis. And that label is, well, sure, Donald Trump was bad, but this person is just as bad. In fact, probably worse. That is where you are certain to go as a Republican, not because you actually are at all similar to or exactly like Donald Trump, but you are going to go there because you are Republican. And if you need proof of that, in today's Columbus Dispatch, under the byline, not not an editorial, not an opinion piece, under the byline of Haley B. Miller, who has been a longtime Republican assassin for the Dispatch, and just to confirm that, no, this is not me saying that an opinion piece is a news story so that I can point out what a partisan hack Haley B. Miller is uh, at the bottom of the story. It says, Haley B. Miller is a reporter, not an opinion writer, not a columnist, a reporter for the USA Today Network, Ohio Bureau, which serves the Dispatch, Enquirer, Beacon Journal, and 18 other affiliated news organizations. Why am I dinging on Haley B. Miller? Because this is a sentence. This is an actual sentence in a news story from a reporter. In the race to the bottom, that is the Republican presidential primary. That's Haley B. Miller's byline on that. In the race to the bottom, 
That is the Republican presidential primary. Do you think when Haley B. Miller writes about Joe Biden, she'll say, as the standard bearer of a party that lies through its teeth every day about the border, about our standing on the international stage, about the price of gas going down, about inflation being transitory, about real wages being up. Do you think she'd ever start a sentence like that? No, of course not. Even though that's a whole lot more true than in the race to the bottom. What is that even race to the bottom? Well, I think, Haley, you already beat us all to the bottom with that kind of betrayal of down-the-middle reporting. But, of course, this is a hit piece on Vivek Ramaswamy. And why is it a hit piece on Vivek Ramaswamy? Because you would think at any place that Vivek Ramaswamy could get good press, it would be in the city where he lives. No. She says that Vivek Ramaswamy is trying to, the headline on the story, and I think they write the headlines now, I think the reporters do, but I might be wrong on that. But the headline on the story is, Ohio native Vivek Ramaswamy is trying to out-Trump Trump in the 2024 presidential race. See, he's orange man bad. I know he's from India, but he's orange man bad. He's, in fact, he's orange man worse. Because he's dangerous, because he articulates ideas, and he's smart. Here's a quote from Vivek Ramaswamy, which is a great quote because he's super smart. I think America first, even for many in the Trump base, they all recognize America first is bigger than one man. It does not belong to Trump. It does not belong to me. It does not belong to any individual. It is bigger than any of us. It is bigger than the Republican Party. Yes, it is. I've said that before. The motto is make America great again and does not make America Trump again. And there are numerous Republican candidates who could make America great again if they had the cooperation of a Republican-led Senate and House. The Ramaswamy doesn't fit the mold. He's Indian, number one, by descent. He attended Harvard, studied biology. He went to Yale Law School, the classmate of J.D. Vance, maybe the two men who could save America, both from southwest Ohio, Cincinnati, Middletown, and both with Ivy League degrees. I did not know this. Vivek Ramaswamy was a biotech investor and founded a pharmaceutical company that was worth millions, and he sold it. You know why? You know why he got out? Because the company wanted to go woke in the response to the murder of George Floyd, and Ramaswamy would not back a show of support for Black Lives Matter. I'm more impressed with this guy every day.